Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This is Movies That Shape Your Childhood with Amanda Reed. Enjoy! Good evening, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy and... It's Money Annie. And we have another special guest. We're having lots of really fun, cool guests on the show, huh? Such cool guests. Yeah, so with us... Exactly. With us this evening is actress Amanda Reed. Hello, hello. How are you, Amanda? I'm great. It's cold, but I'm awesome. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, so we live in Los Angeles and we're being whiny little bitches right now because it is (laughs) so cold. And when I say cold, I mean like, what, 40 degrees? (laughs) It's like 50. It's... <laughs> Everyone's wrapped in their scarves and jackets. And oh, yeah. look at you. Uh, yeah. It really is cold, though. It's crazy. Anyway, one thing I love about the community right now with the, the podcast and everything is Amanda is a, another lovely person that we got to meet through, you know, communication, networking. Now we have you you're on the show. Yeah. Uh, you're a local. You live in Los Angeles. Born and raised in California, Pasadena area. So, yeah, absolutely. I've kind of grown up in this, you know industry if you will that's fantastic yeah Yeah. well and then i found out so we had uh, the wonderful jim meskiman on the show some months back and his wife is one of the uh, the founders of the acting center yeah and you work there yeah i've been working there for 11 years it's my aka day job to help other artists it's a great day job i know right what do you do there um i do quite a bit there i'm mainly lead teacher and i also consult or coach people and stuff like that but it's really about giving people a, a technique that they can thrive in. They can create their own voice in. You know, it's tricky to teach someone art and keep their unique voice as their own unique voice mm-hmm. because everyone feels that their opinion should be given. But when in a, it's in a teaching area, it's tricky because if I tell you my opinion, then your art becomes my art. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we want artists to be able to teach or excuse me, to to do their own unique voice as an artist. And the only way to do that is to let them act a lot. Makes total give, sense. Yeah, and give a technique that's really just based on, like, what are the facts about acting? And let's just do a ton of acting. Right. Um, and we find that it's really quite successful. And you have people who were giving up acting kind of get back into the love of acting. They get revitalized, right? Exactly. We have things that are for television and film. We have improvisation, which is really great for just any kind of profession really so that you can think on your feet um you know say what you want not get nervous in front of people and all that kind of stuff so we do a lot of stuff yeah you guys do great work there i remember after uh, jim meskman talked about it i checked out the site and it's a lot of really good stuff Mm, so good for you yeah and then uh, so what we're gonna do by the way for the listeners is uh uh, amanda and i are you know 80s kids (laughs) and uh, i love the theme and topic for the episode i think you're the one who came up with it which was basically movies that shaped your childhood did i say that right yeah you know so it's not just like films that kids should see you know um it's really the films that shaped your childhood now when i think of that 
we're like 80s 90s so -hmm. it's going to kind of span probably like those decades um but i think we're going to have a great list here um that everyone you know whether you're an adult or a kid is going to enjoy and love it's so funny you bring these up of like you know not kids movies but that inspired us because i look at my list and i see movies on here that i go i watched that when i was 11 or 12 and kids wouldn't i i don't know when i see the movies now that are for aka kids i go how did I become normal? You know, I'm so glad you said that because some of the ones on my list, I know you guys are going to gang up on me and go, come on, how old are you when you watch that? And I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, But we'll save that for the main event. Um, Look, um, I, you know, I always check out uh, my guests' uh, work before they come on the show. And I I look to some of your reels and you've... You've done some really cool stuff as, an, as an actress. Uh, she she's had spots on How I Met Your Mother. Nice, you know, with uh, Neil Patrick Harris at Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine. I saw the first season. I didn't keep watching after that. Um, but you've been on a number of shows. Yeah. Um, do you do commercials as well, or mainly I sometimes I sometimes TV shows? do commercials, but mainly, honestly, for the last five or six years, I've been doing mainly television, which is nice. That's not too shabby at all. Not too shabby. Other shows I haven't mentioned. Yeah, How I Met Your Brother, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you said. um, Shameless, that was really fun. That's right. I Um, love Shameless. It's a great show, and I got to slap Emmy Rossum across the face. Oh, my God. That was kind of fun. Oh, I have such a crush Um, on her. I love her to death. (laughs) She's awesome. Um, And then The Mentalist, New Girl. um, I love New Girl. New Girl is so fun. Final season this year. Oh, man. That's sad. It is sad. Um, and then I've done a couple like Netflix shows or Hulu shows. Um, I'm recurring on Days of Our Lives right now, which is oh, really that's fun. Oh, that's so cool. I know. And um, I'm doing a YouTube Red show tomorrow, actually. So that's Which really is fun. blowing up it's, big time. That's what I've heard. I hadn't even heard of YouTube Red. And it's really come on my radar because I thought this was a joke. They just dropped a trailer. This is the kind of tangents we go on on yeah, Tony the Movie it. Guy, do by it. the way, Amanda. They dropped a trailer a few days ago called cobra kai yeah hmm. it's a, a sequel to the karate kid as a tv oh, wow. show oh wow with ralph Machio. oh my gosh and william zampka that's awesome the bully and i was like is this real and yeah. it looks kind of cool and it's on youtube red that's amazing well uh dwayne johnson is doing a lot of stuff on youtube red as oh. well i'm doing a show called liza on demand that's okay. with liza kashi who is huge on youtube she's wow. got I mean, her all of her stuff gets millions of hits. She has, I don't even know how many subscribers she has, but she was on uh, Vogue.com. They do these like, you know, 43 questions kind of a thing. And I've seen like, you know, Amy Adams and Emma Stone do them. That's and great. now cool. so Liza Koshy is doing it. So I, I heard she's super, super nice. So I'm excited to be a part of her show and what she's doing. So um, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's awesome. Okay, that's fantastic. So uh, what we'll do is we're going to go into a, a deep dive on the movies that kind of shaped our childhood. Cool. Um, what I'm going to do before that for the listeners is um, people want to hear about new films that have come out. Great. So I do Tony's Movie Beat. She laughs every time I do it. So we, we don't have a jingle yet. Actually, I, I had, I've had several submissions, and I don't know. They Julie's song was the closest. Her little jingle. Probably, yeah. yeah. Can you, you sing, you Amanda? Like, yeah. You need like a... a boo, 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 like something like that. Can you do that with, now it's time for Tony's movie beat? Because that was great. I had no I idea it. what I did. That was so. amazing. What, what do I say? <laughs> what did you say? Or just, it's, it's time Tony's... for Tony's movie beat. It's time for Tony's movie beat. Boo. <laughs> 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 
No, you can't laugh. I, love I think it. it's good that she it's laughs amazing. right at the end. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going to use it. I love it. If that's okay with <laughs> you. Ahead. That was fantastic. Okay, good. So, yeah. Um, first and foremost, Black Panther. Um, I don't know if you I saw haven't that. seen it yet, okay. but go. I won't give any spoilers. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this film is very culturally significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's something I'm going to say. Uh, a lot of online social media have been talking about and kind of almost trying to downgrade the fact that this is like the first big African-American film, uh, superhero film, because Blade came out 20 years ago with Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. um, which is true. Here's the difference. And I, I think this is important for people to really get. That was a film. Yes, he he was the star of it. It had a predominantly white cast. It Correct. was directed and written by a white person. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was also a hard R movie. It wasn't for a mainstream audience. It his, wasn't Marvel scale either. I mean, no. Well, it was actually was quite it? big. It was, bi- it was big, but he was the only African American mm. in the movie. Right. And yeah. that's not I, an African American superhero. Even, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. with Black Panther, it's written, directed by, you know, African-American Ryan Coogler, who mm-hmm. did Fruitville Station and Creed, which are phenomenal movies. Yeah. It's a predominantly African-American cast. Also, it's just the who's who of talent. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've totally. got so many in Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker, Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick Bosman. Um, Winston Dana Duke Guerrera. is in it, who's an up-and-coming. Who? It's Denai Winston Duke is up-and-coming. He plays one of the kings. He's oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown from yeah. This Is Us. Um, and and then, obviously, the character itself. You know, it's yeah. it's so kind of culturally significant. And it's a mainstream Marvel movie marketed for the entire family audience. Wow. You know, so it made, like, over $230 million. It was a huge success. Well done. Well which done. Is fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah. But here's also what's really cool. It's also just a really fun, good movie. Yeah. You know, so I watched the film. It, it's over two hours long. It's quite epic. It's very colorful and vibrant, very well acted. I mean, it feels like a Marvel movie, but you can see it really has that that African-American touch. You mm-hmm. know, obviously I'm a, a little white boy, but I'm just saying you can really see that they, they really paid respect to that and put that in there and and i really appreciated it um i gave it three and a half out of five stars my rating which basically means it's a very good film Mm -hmm. um the cgi does get carried away with itself at at times it does um and and it does kind of dip at times uh but then it really picks up steam on the third act um michonne from the walking dead deny guerrera Mm. she stole the movie for me she's this like fierce warrior she's like the imperial guard i loved her um the the girl who plays his sister it's a british actress called leticia Wright. she was great Mm. um and then michael b jordan who did fruitvale station and creed Man, that guy's a great actor. He's Killmonger. He's the villain. One of the best villains. Someone you really sympathize with as well. You kind of, even though his actions aren't correct, you can kind of understand how he was led to kind of do that. Anyway, I'm talking about Black Panther in a bit more detail just because it's it's the big movie of the moment. Absolutely. People should absolutely see it. it. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's a great movie. You know how I love the comedic aspect of Marvel movies. Is it pretty funny too? It is. It okay, is. Cool. So the um the the actress who plays his sister is kind of the comic relief. Oh, cool. Great. She has these. She's like the gadget girl, oh, and cool. she has these funny moments. And I I did like her. Um, and there are comical moments. I mean, it it does feel like a Marvel movie. 
Great. It does. Well, it is a Marvel exactly. movie. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's a good one, so I definitely recommend it. I'm excited. Um, two other films that are kind of lesser known. They both came out last year, but I just want to mention them. One is Logan Lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the return of Steven Suddenberg after he came out of retirement. And it, it's got a great cast. Daniel Craig, Adam Driver, Channing Tatum. And it's just a kind of good, solid heist movie. Mm. Kind of like a heist comedy. Yeah. I gave it three out of five because um, it's just kind of like a basic movie but it's good and then another film that kind of surprised me I, I you know I watched it because it had a lot of buzz was Good Time with Robert Pattinson mm. from oh, I, I heard about the Twilight movie okay the film is not going to be for everyone it's basically like a, a 90 minute LSD trip mm. oh, wow. it's very hyperkinetic but it's a great showcase for him because he's come a long way since mm. Sparkly Edward. You know, he really has. Um, hey, he, it was Harry Potter first. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Cedric Diggory. Yeah, yeah. Goblet of Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Diggory, the fourth one. Right. Cedric Diggory. That's yeah, why I fell Diggory. in love with him. Yeah. Uh, um, he's really good in that. I, I think yeah. it really showcases him in a, as an actor. Anyway, so I gave that three out of five as well because the draw to watch the movie is him. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the film wasn't really for me otherwise. Um, anyway, I just wanted to kind of mention those films. So right. that's uh, Tony's movie Beat. Amanda, I love that. <laughs> okay, good. All right, excellent. Well, then we're going to get right into it. Actually, before we do that, is uh, I, you know, I'd like to have you be able to plug your work and stuff. Is there anywhere where people can find you? Any social media sites, website, anything like that? The easiest one is IMDb, but you can use the amandareed.com and it'll take you yeah. right into IMDb. Cool. Okay, cool. Well, and I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. I really yeah. do. It's yeah, going absolutely. well, so all, I'm excited. All respect, a uh, uh, working actress in Hollywood these days, that's hard work and I, I really know that and I respect Thank it very you. much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and in this dog-eat-dog world, yes. you're actually helping other people be successful while doing it yourself. Yeah. So yeah. my yeah. hat's off to you if Thank I had you. one. You know? <laughs> Okay, good. So this is going to be um, fun. I- I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited. Um, I know. This is... I wrote mo- more than 25. That's okay. That's okay. This is movies that shaped our childhood. Okay? So I'm a true gentleman. And uh, the way we're going to do this is... So she probably has some others that, which she'll fill in. Sure. But you and I will kind of uh, bend to back and forth on eyes. Okay. On ours. Um, so I'll, I'll comment when I'm really desperate. Of course. Sounds we'll talk about them. And, you know, some we'll probably talk about a lot more and some we won't. It's, it's okay. But uh, I'm going to let you go first. And uh, let's, let's see where this takes us. Okay. Well, I'm going to start super girly and go with girls just want to have fun. Oh, my God. I love you. It's on my list. <laughs> you are officially my favorite person. Okay. So this here's... is Helen Hunt and Sarah Jessica Parker in the most. I mean, Helen Hunt. Girls just want Yeah. But Helen Hunt is like, she's so great. She's so sassy. And you just want to be Helen Hunt. I'll tell you that right now. Like, (laughs) she was so cool. And I just, it was, it also reminds me of my sisters. So, you know, because I'm I'm Meals the Five. So we, that was like a definite. So I'm I'm outnumbered on that one. Here's what is funny. (laughs) I actually remember watching that probably when I was like six or seven. Yeah. Because it came out in what, 84, 85? Something like that. I remember. Yeah. Um, I did try and watch it a few years ago and I just couldn't get through it. I think I think I watched it like two months ago and I was fine with it. And I respect that. I totally understand. But it is like I my sister is a dancer, Mm -hmm. so she made me watch it. On repeat. Yeah. And we loved it. Yeah. yeah. We did it's, musical theater. So it's all about sense. them getting onto a show, right? Yeah. Where yeah. They can dance. A dance show. I a remember dance that. show. It was so it's amazing. Good. That, that's a great pick. Okay, good. Kay. So I'm going to um, counter that Kay. with a really 
boyish movie, but a film that we all love, which is Star Wars. Of course. I mean, it's on my list. Of course. Of course it is. So we're talking A New Hope at this point. Well, yeah. So here's what's interesting. Um, What was your first Star Wars experience in the theater? Do you remember? Okay. So I saw all the original three at home at my grandparents' house, VHS, many, Me many too. times. Exactly. Me too. Then they remastered it in THX and, and re- released it in the theaters. And I went oh. to the theater. And funny enough, some, a friend of mine's mother happened to be killing time in Old Town Pasadena and was seeing it as well. And we decided to sit together. And she was like, I did this in 1970, whatever. 77. Yeah. And she's like, and when she was in a group of, I mean, all of the people she worked with sold out the theater to see it. And so when those words came up on the screen, screen a long time ago in a galaxy far, far Mm -hmm. away, I mean, cheers erupted when she was with them. And so it was, it was great to watch it actually in the theater. So I saw all three of them in the theater when they re-released them in THX. So my first one in the theater was, unfortunately phantom menace which Mm. i remember when it came out i actually kind of still enjoyed it then i totally forgot about it and just like you i watched um the original trilogy just on repeat on vhs when i was a kid return of the jedi was always my favorite oh i love the ewoks Ewoks. of course and i also i love luke skywalker i thought he was such a badass in the third one yeah um i actually remember a new hope scared me when i was a kid mm. because it's violent remember uncle ben and the aunt yeah. they you know their charred remains i was yeah. like i'm like five watching this and then <laughs> obi-wan kenobi like chops off that guy's arm in oh, the cantina that's right that's right i remember that stuff scared the shit out of me <laughs> of yeah um, that guy scared me yeah so yeah. i've gone back and, and watched these films obviously a hundred times i'm lucky my wife is just as obsessed as i am great um now, but good so question, we all love star wars because you love return of the jedi did you watch the ewok movies caravan of courage and battle for endor there you go yep. okay good and actually checking. someone posted the entire movie of caravan for courage on facebook randomly wow like a month ago and i watched the whole thing on my phone <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheesy and glorious and i loved it amazing and here's what's interesting um it's so funny you brought that up amanda because mm-hmm. I, I was like i remember watching those in the theater at the atrium in East Grinstead, where wow. I grew up, because oh, we wow. grew up in the same area. Yeah. And then someone said, no, you couldn't have. It never got a theatrical release. It was released, on, it was a TV movie. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, wow. So I looked it up. It was released in the theater in England for two weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There you go. That's that amazing. Funny? That is amazing. <laughs> okay, good. So we all love Star Wars. Yes. yes. But I mean, Star Wars, I mean, it shaped so much of so my childhood much, yeah. i mean i had all the toys and everything i you know i was such a huge fan of han solo and and obviously luke skywalker and i think for the women princess leia and you know bubba fett as well was such an interesting character because yeah. he's in the films for like two seconds but i think the toy and the idea of bubba, mm. bubba fett made him so popular well he was such a presence too in, right. in return of the jedi just standing there doing nothing right. but he doing was nothing, but he was doing so nothing cool. but he was like the one yeah you know right. that and he was also in empire strikes back following them that's right so he we knew who he was we knew his presence so awesome okay good so we all agree on star wars yeah what you got my dear okay well i'm gonna have to say that john hughes did a lot for me when i was younger so i have a ton of movies that were either produced or directed like so i'm just gonna go on a tangent rattle them off right so i've got weird science love it uh oh my god where are they 
Uh, I could probably I mean, name them all. Pink, um, yeah. Ferris Bueller's candles. Day Off wasn't him, but it was produced or written by him. Yeah. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. I mean, those four... And oh, some kind of wonderful is on right. here. I yeah. love that. Film. That that movie I think is underrated. Eric and Stoltz. I, Eric yeah. Stoltz. Um, uh, Mary Stuart Masterson. And the uh, Thompson from Back to the Future. That's right. And that was the first movie that I saw that the girl who wasn't the AKA pretty girl mm. get the guy. Right. And she was, you know, a tomboy. And I was a total tomboy when she I grew up. She was a mechanic up. girl. Yeah. Yeah. She was a drummer and a mechanic. And I, that, that really hit me. And he was a painter and an artist. God, and I, I just that love movie. that movie. All right. We're going to have a lot of fun and I'll tell you why. I'm so <laughs> glad you did that. It hurt me that I couldn't put them on the list. And can I tell you why? Yeah. I didn't honestly catch those until I was in my late teens. Uh, it um, John Hughes movies, which, by the way, I absolutely worship, yeah. uh, shaped my young adult life. So yeah. I'm really happy that you caught them a bit more before so we can talk about them. I probably got them at the tape, like, when, and again, we're talking about, like, 80s into the 90s. Because yeah, but that's still wonderful. It was right there. and. What was interesting here is when I grew up is that Saturday mornings and afternoons is when I would watch on a regular basis, I would watch TV and they would on channel 13, they would have Saturday afternoon movies mm. and it was always movies like this. Mm. Sounds wonderful. And I did get the like afternoon specials after school as well. And my grandparents, um, <laughs> they had HBO and they had a, a VHS player that could record and they recorded probably over 300 movies wow. and kept so, I love that. a whole diary of it. So because they had all of the grandkids, we would go over there and it, and it became slightly eclectic. My grandpa was really into Westerns. And so that actually was also in there though. I didn't put it on my list, but right. that's the kind of stuff that, we, so we would get these movies, yeah. you know, I don't know how many times I've watched Weird Science. I don't know why I like Me it too. so much. Oh, I just saw it last month. Yeah, it's yeah. the one uh, of those that I watched the most when I was young. Isn't that funny? I, I found it so cool. Well, yeah. here's what's interesting. Again, I vividly remember watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off when yeah. I was probably nine or ten, but I didn't understand it. Yeah. Mm. Now, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Ducky, yeah. um, and The Breakfast Club in particular, those three are like in my top 50 movies yeah. of all time. But I really came to appreciate them later. later. Right. Well, what's interesting is absolutely is that one of the things that made me want to be an actor was I started to look at back at these movies that really got me. And I realized that to me, and you'll see some later ones why it really makes sense, is that movies seem to be like an adventure to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, that's an adventure. I was in a private school and a homeschool at one point. So Breakfast Club, them getting detention and having to be there on a Saturday, mm -hmm. thats that was an adventure. Mm -hmm. yeah. 16 Candles and a guy likes her and she doesn't even know, that's an adventure to me. I mean, weird science, come on. It's so great. Like making the, the perfect person. Oh my God. And I realized as we were talking about this, what's really cool about weird science is the woman is the hero. That's oh, right. absolutely. She totally she's is. She shapes them. She's shaping. She's literally yeah, a superhero. She gives them their confidence. Yeah. 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 And it like, I, I realized that I was like, that's probably why I was so drawn to it. She was yeah. such a strong female character. Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. yeah. 
and gorgeous. So beautiful. And like, it's totally stunning. And Robert Downey Jr. is fawning over her. And like, <laughs> Bill Paxton's in that oh my movie. Is the right. brother. Yeah. He's so yeah. amazing and horrible. Yeah, and he's yeah. so the brother. Good. Amazing. And yeah. seeing these two basic, ner- basically nerds get yeah. what they want, I really, Anthony I really Michael Hall. Oh, he's just so, so good. good. All right, good. Yeah, I, okay, I agree. So that's no, me. No, no, no. I had to hit like John Hughes. Like, that's brilliant. I'm so glad you are all on my list. Every single one. Oh my God, I love it. All right, the next one we're all going to geek over. Um, we'll probably have to rein in how long we spend on each one, but on this one, I don't care. Goonies. Yeah. It's on the top of it's my list. It's right there. Yeah. So I watch Goonies in the theater. Me too. And oh, wow, I, I did it. I did, and I remember me and a gang of guys watched it, and then uh, everyone else in the group went and saw another movie that was kind of more quote-unquote tame. Yeah. Because back then, Goonies was like, quite heavy well really i remember it was quite scary yeah oh interesting Um, well again i was probably eight you know yeah like you know the criminals and stuff that's true well and uh what's his name oh yeah um Um, oh oh, sloth or whatever yeah Yeah. you know who ends up being good right you know but it was just anyway i love goonies that film has become so iconic you know do the truffle shuffle Mm -hmm. you know you've got data and you've got all the different characters and sean austin Austin, who now just is like a completely different you know i mean if you saw stranger things too oh he's so good in that but like for instance like in goonies remember the scene where they have that little statue with the the little penis which falls off yeah and they're trying to glue it on i'm like this eight-year-old kid and i'm trying to decipher (laughs) what is going on what is happening and right at the beginning you're right with the criminals and they do it upside down Right, right, that's right. That really scared me. Yeah, yeah. You, know? I you know. Anyway, I absolutely love Goonies. I watch it every single year. Yeah, and it, it's actually it's crazy. Of the director of that film, Richard Donner, has said it actually has blown him away mm. uh, with all the films he's done. That's the film that everyone comes back mm-hmm. to. Like, well, it's timeless. I think that it grabs what being a kid is all about the essence well actually what you said uh, amanda adventure well that that is what ultimate adventure yeah i mean i used to walk three miles or two miles to get to a movie theater and i was 13 years old and i my my dad was like okay like they would let me do it like or we would take our bike somewhere or you would just Mm -hmm. go into the backyard and make something up i mean the idea of finding a treasure map in your attic are you kidding me and then going on an adventure with your friends i mean how many times did we just make that up yeah but yet they did it and they made it that it could happen totally that's right the way it was the way it was done like this could happen to me yeah you know and then i thought the girls in it, I thought, were really great super too. Cute. Oh, yeah, super fantastic. cute, and yeah. how one was super dry, and the other one was just like the girly girl, the girly, and yeah. like, and then almost a romantic between the girl with the glasses and Corey Feldman, yeah. but not because of the age. Yeah, and yeah. she kisses the wrong brother. Uh, yeah, that's oh. like the best. She kisses Sean Austin. Yeah, it's just so. <laughs> He's good. on his tiptoes because they're in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Now the 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 brothers and the and the mother, the like yeah. the villains. That mother would haunt me. Oh, she oh, was so yeah. evil. She was so evil. Was. And I thought she was so good at it. Absolutely. That and her the her, the quality of her voice is so memorable to me. Mm-hmm. It just it, it it really hit home and I now is that now is that George Lucas or that Steven Spielberg with George Lucas? It was producing? Steven Spielberg who produced it. Richard right. Donner directed there it. it I don't know if okay. Lucas is involved in this one. But anyway, I mean Goonies, absolute classic. Amazing. Right? Okay. I went on actual treasure hunts after that. Oh, movie. of course. I no. invented Absolutely. them. I, this yeah. film is sure. the epitome of a movie that shaped my childhood. Yeah, yeah. completely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think everyone is somehow represented in that movie. You can yeah. find yourself and relate to a character or yeah. maybe more than one 
in each different thing, you know. Yeah, it, it's incredible. I think we all felt like chunk at one point or another. <laughs> That's right. All right, what else you got? Um, uh, stand by me. Oh, okay. So that's on my list and yeah. here's what's so interesting about that that's an r-rated movie yeah that is and i saw that film and i was like nine or yeah, eight me too and uh, my sister my crazy? sister who's younger than i am so that's the dynamic is like you're the oldest and then my sister is a year and a half younger than i am and then we have another sister who's like five years younger so she her favorite movie that five years younger was stand by me so that means that she saw that at maybe seven right. wow me too um but she it, it's such a movie about Yes, it's about these boys becoming men, but it also is about like people going like I'm growing up, yeah, you know. But yet coming I, of age, and I keep friendship. forgetting there's a dead body in That's this right. movie, and there's a lot of swear and words. And Keith Sutherland is in this yeah. movie. He's so he's oh, so he's hot. so evil he's as well. Yeah, yeah. he's hot. Um, <laughs> he's a great bad guy. Oh, he's a great bad guy in well, many things. Well, and you had River Phoenix. Yeah. Oh yeah. And also Corey Feldman again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why well, we, oh, mm-hmm. I get annoyed when people give Corey Feldman a hard time because he was in so many films oh, that shaped my childhood. Dream, yeah. License mm-hmm. to Drive. Yeah. I think even so License good. to Drive yeah. is on here. You know that he I, Gremlins, which I'm going to talk oh, about. Oh, I have yeah. Gremlins on here too. Yeah. So oh, that, I, there was a couple movies that affected me in more of a negative way, right? <laughs> like The Exorcist. That's oh, yeah. on my list. Did you see that when you were a kid? Well, oh, here's the thing: God, where is were that, your parents? Well, check this out. So I was being um, babysat by an older woman. Oh my God, babysitting. Yeah, and so I woke up in happens. the middle of the night, and she was watching The Exorcist, oh, and I see the scene where you see that um, she lifts up the shirt and you see her belly and the words help me come through. Oh, God. And that scarred me yep. until I was about 15, At least it no, wasn't 17. the crucifix scene. Oh. Yeah, and then by 17, they had remastered it and added more to it. And so on a Halloween, we all watched it and then I was scarred again. Oh, my God. So those movies, The Exorcist, Poltergeist, yeah, that stuff, it affected me in a negative way. I totally understand. And so Gremlins... <laughs> Half of the movie is awesome. Yeah. The second half, as a kid, scares the living daylights out of you with mm-hmm. the scary gremlins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still saw the second one, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw... Uh, so, I mean, we'll wrap up on Stand By Me. I mean, yep. that's a timeless classic. That's a film. That's one, again, in my top tw- uh, 50, easily No, that's one I hadn't film. seen as a child. And you had me watch that yeah, for and the, the first time. Yeah, and the soundtrack is yeah. incredible. Oh, it's all the classic songs of that time. Yeah. The cast is phenomenal. Um, and then, yeah, then we segue to Gremlins, which was also on my list too. So it's yeah. a perfect time to talk about it. It's Joe Dante. You're right. Gremlins is one of the films that came out the same year um, as another film, which I'm not going to mention because we're going to talk about that too, that um, precipitated the PG-13 mm. because it, it was a PG when it came out and it's quite violent. I mean, yeah. the first one is like a horror. They they Those Gremlins straight up, you're right, when they turn, it's they straight up go around and kill kill people yeah. you know it was, it was like a christmas horror movie and again i did see that when i was like eight on christmas day but at least with a group of people and then the second one gremlins 2 a new batch i actually have on my list too because that shaped my ha- uh, child childhood too because i saw it in the theater like five times oh, it's wow. much more slapstick the Is second it? one i do remember yeah, that i, I kind of blocked it out it's honestly. really <laughs> it's really stupid and entertaining amazing amazing what else you got okay well this is one that I've 
so now this is heading into the 90s a little bit on That's this okay. one. We'll, we'll bounce around. Yeah. So this uh, Fried Green Tomatoes is Oh, I love that movie. You brought that up. So this movie. See, I was probably 18 when I saw that. Which sort of right. scarred me, by the yeah. way. It really me, scarred me. Actually, me too. And Chris I think O'Donnell's in that, right? Chris O'Donnell Kathy and Bates. Kathy Bates. Um, and uh, Jessica uh, Tandy. Sarah Mary, Louise Parker. Sarah, Mary, Mary Louise, Louise Parker. Parker. Yeah. And Mary Stuart Masterson again, yeah. actually. Um this movie, it was one of the ones that I would great go. List. Thank you. I would go when when I went to my grandmother's house. This is one of the ones she would have. And so I would watch this over and over. That and Doc Hollywood, which I didn't put on my list. <laughs> Michael J. Fox exactly. and James Wood. I saw it. Um, this one, though, I feel like it's a period piece, but it also is about a friendship between two women totally. that lasts for quite some time, as well as then is mirrored by some older women and their friendship. Mm-hmm. And there's just something about that that really got me. Right. And totally. I, um, and it is, it's a, it's actually a very sad movie. It's very sad. It's very sad. It go, kind of goes along with, it starts I have sad like, and it ends Someone dies sad. on the train tracks yeah, and stuff. At the yeah. beginning. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. And I, it goes along with Little Women, which I also have on oh here too. Oh, that's I what Claire Danes. Danes. Yeah. yeah. Claire Danes, uh, Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder Christian Bale, Susan Sarandon. So I mean, the list can go on. It's I read the book five times and watched the film. Me too. Our lists are going to be so eclectic. I'm going to love this. Well, you also hit like this is, those are, Little Women wasn't a a movie, a book Oh, I saw it though. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And We watched, we would read the books. Like that's the thing is the book would be such a staple when you came up as a, as a girl that I had. And the movie Claire Danes was in. Um, my so-called life, right, right. at the same the TV time. Show, I loved it, and that m- was literally. This is 1990s, and I was 15, and that movie hit me so hard. And oh, Jared Leto, yeah, oh, David oh. Catalano is amazing. <laughs> or Jared Catalano, oh my god, um, yeah. So that that hit me too with that. So anyway, that goes to back to fried green tomatoes is is yeah. amazing. No, that's fantastic. Ladies represent, and as I said, <laughs> so like. I probably need to rewatch those because it's a good thing you brought up. Can like, I come, can women, I come, can I come? yeah, but just yeah. to finish real quick, women probably watch those movies over and over again uh, because they really come yeah. to love them. I've seen Little Woman and Fried Green Tomatoes, I think, once, yeah. um, and I enjoyed them. Yeah, you know, so I'll check them out again. Yeah. Yes, my dear. No, I was saying, can I come watch them with you? That's what yeah. I, was oh, of I thought you were seeing Come a Come a Come a Chameleon by Boy George. I was like, anytime you want to do no, that. No, I am. Um, I really want to rewatch those. Are those are movies of my time? All right, my turn. Go. Okay. Okay. E. T. Oh, oh yeah, that's amazing. That uh, that's so funny that it didn't get on my list, but it should be. No, no, it's okay. I mean, E. T. is obviously classic Spielberg. Here's what's so interesting about E. T. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on it. It's such a timeless classic yeah. film. Yeah. Now that I've rewatched it being older, mm. it really dawns on me the point of view that Steven Spielberg shot the film from. Mm. It's shot from the children's perspective and mm-hmm. angle. You don't even see the adults' faces until later. Oh, wow. You know, as a matter of fact, the teacher in the, the classroom is Harrison Ford. But wow. you don't see what? him. It's just I his voice and you see Mind the back blood. of his head. Oh, it's wow. Harrison Ford. And also that film actually is about divorce and breakup mm-hmm. because Spielberg, his parents had gotten divorced and that really traumatized him as a kid. So when you become like a movie lover and a critic, you really analyze all these things. Yeah. So now it's so fascinating. Now, when I was a so there are a lot of dark themes in E.T. actually, but when yeah. I was a kid, it was just fantastical. Mm-hmm. Just this alien and this boy and this beautiful friendship. Mm-hmm. 
E.T. scared me when I was a it, kid, it unfortunately. Did. It did scare me. And it was hard to now watch I know it why. for the first time yeah. when I was a kid. There was something about it. But then I obviously e. grew into love. And Drew Barrymore. Oh, Little so baby cute. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Henry Thomas as the kid. You've talked about this and I've seen them. Yeah. His demo tapes oh, as yeah. a kid On YouTube? have become Unreal. famous. Well, yeah. you know, they, he just improv He improv yeah. it. He improv they They're that's so incredible. Natural. Yeah. And he yeah. doesn't act anymore. It's so sad. It's very sad uh, to me. Here and there, but yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, he he deserves a much bigger career. Yeah. Anyway, E.T. I think is a classic. I think 100%. it's amazing. All right, my dear. Okay, Terminator. Okay, Oops. good. So, Amanda. Now, this is, this is on that one that was like, and I woke up, and there's Arnold Schwarzenegger with a red eye, and he's cutting open his hand. So, like, it, when it first started, it was like, like that, the thing that you saw on the side of the road and you can't take your eyes off of it. Mm -hmm. That's how it started. I shouldn't have been watching it. My dad was like, what are you doing? I wasn't allowed, but I woke, woke up as they were watching it. And then, you know, a little bit later, I'm now I'm watching it. And of course, Terminator 2 comes out really where the prime is later when I'm, you know, early twenties or, you know, whenever it was that, totally took it to a next level but terminator at that point so i'm looking at you with utmost respect um (laughs) i had a group of films at the end of my list which i'm going to kind of talk about now which were basically these like r-rated movies i shouldn't have seen that i saw when i was like eight or nine right yeah terminator is the first film i remember watching oh wow it came out in 1984 I, i i don't know why Sorry, Dad, I'll put you on the spot. I think, I mean, I saw it in the theater and I remember exactly what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger ripping off his arm. Yeah, my gosh. And taking his, his eye, eye out. out. And it was the most disturbing, messed up thing. Um, <laughs> but I the... couldn't take my eyes off oh, of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, I loved it. I mean, yeah. we fell in love with that movie. And then you're right. Terminator 2, where Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy, and that film is much more of a, a blockbuster spectacle. The first yeah. film is very gritty and quite heavy. Um, really shaped my childhood, because Terminator 2 probably came out when I was like, I don't know, 14, 13, 14. I, I absolutely adore those movies. I watched yeah. them again and again. But again, I can't believe how young I was when mm. I watched that film. It's one of my earliest memories of watching a film is terminator well what's interesting too to see linda hamilton's um transition from the first terminator where she really is a whiny girl who has no idea she is the quintessential like horror film damsel in distress damsel in distress and you go, you're so whiny. Like, mm-hmm. and if you've seen Terminator 2, it's like, She's a what? total badass. But then seeing that transition, and especially right. also that we're talking, are, how many years apart are these films mm. that she then also becomes this super badass, mm. yeah. which I think is really quite great. Um, and yeah, to see also what, um, what was I going to say? Oh, to hear like James Cameron talk about how to get, to Terminator 2, he had to wait for mm-hmm. the technology to kind of catch up with the idea because he couldn't do it. Just like Avatar. Right. He couldn't do it until stuff had come Especially up. Especially with the T-1000 yeah, and all the because effects. It was yeah. based off the, the first script, I believe, had the T-1000 in it when he first originally wrote it. And he had, couldn't put it in, so he had to make it in two films because it was based off a nightmare that he had. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't and know he that. Wrote that. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, your turn. Yeah, well, what I'm going to do is I'll just kind of mention... Oh, go down your list. Well, I'm just going to mention these other few that are kind of in this group. Robocop is another Mm -hmm, one. mm -hmm. Robocop is ultra-violent. It's a Paul Verhoeven movie. 
I remember when I watched it. I watched it on VHS. I didn't、mm-hmm. see it in the theater.、Um, but again, I think I was ten,、mm. and I I remember like Ed two o nine blowing that guy to pieces,、mm-hmm. and then you know the Robocop before he becomes Robocop when he the way he gets like shot up by those bad guys. It was so graphic. I was so young, but then Robocop. Here's what's crazy about it. Again, a hard R rated film. There was a comic book. There was a a, a cartoon. There were、um, toys. Yeah. Whole, <laughs> wow. It was a huge sensation.、Yeah. I didn't see it until it got on to、uh, television. So all of that stuff was when everyone was like, "Oh, Robocop is horror!" Like it's so. Yeah, I missed all that. By the time it got to television, and that's when the first time I saw it. They had skipped all over that,、right. so I was like, "This isn't horrible." Yeah, like- see, I was right in it, you know. <laughs> so that's one that I just remember as, as you know, a young boy, us and the lads. We just thought we were, you know, too too legit to quit. That you know, we <laughs> love RoboCop. Commando was another one.、Mm. It's a ridiculous shoot 'em up Arnold Schwarzenegger film that now I go back and watch, and I love it just out of pure nostalgia <laughs> because、wow. I remember like being grouped up with my friends with the door locked so no one, would, none of our parents would come in and find us because we're watching this <laughs> R-rated movie, Commando, and it's so ridiculous. You know, it's Arnold like throwing a knife at a guy and he sticks him in the wall and he's like stick around, you know, <laughs> you know, he throws a guy off the bridge and the girl's like, where is he? I let him go, you know. <laughs> Oh, but Commando, and then、um, Young Guns. Do you remember Young Guns? I do. I remember Young Guns and Young Guns Two. Yeah, well, Young Guns Two, I actually really enjoyed, and、yeah. I just watched it again recently. The John Bon Jovi soundtrack. Yeah,、oh、going、gosh. down in a blaze of glory. He always I can't、sings. sing, but I always sing. Amazing, it's it. a staple.、Um, but anyway,、uh, the first one. You know what's interesting? All of these films were around the same kind of year、yeah. or two. You know, when I was maybe yeah, like ten to twelve when I watched them. But Young Guns was a very violent movie. Yes, it was.、Um, and then probably the last one in this little group is Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, it's on my yeah, list. Beverly Hills Cop, and I、amazing. love it. But I remember watching it. Like several times,、yeah. and it's a violent movie. Very violent. It's an R-rated movie. Yeah, he's an LA、know? cop, so yeah, there's some. And it was,、uh, but then that made me fall in love with Eddie Murphy.、Yeah. So I went out、yeah. to the theater to see The Golden Child. Yes. And when、oh, I was wow, a, yeah, and when I, I was、that. a kid, I loved that movie. It's try, so weird. Tr- no, it's try、so、and、weird. watch it now. It's so bad. Yeah. Coming to America, I saw love, that. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't even understand it. It's amazing.、But、Trading places. Trading places. Coming to America. That's actually. I just recently watched that. That's. Still relevant today is、oh, trading places. Yeah, trading places、uh, holds up really well. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd kind of mention that little group of like these R-rated films.、Yeah. I have no idea why I watched them, but they、yeah. shaped、totally. my my childhood. Yeah.、Totally. Well, to even add on that is Lethal Weapon. Okay. Yeah, that's、so、right. That, I should have put that on the board. list. Oh, and Die Hard. I die. Oh God, Die Hard. Because <laughs> I was. I, I thought you were gonna put Die Hard, so I didn't. I remember put it renting it because I thought maybe it was later, but no, actually, I watched Die Hard when I was about ten. See, I wasn't allowed. I, and Lethal, lethal Weapon. Weapon, I did, but not Lethal Weapon.、Hard. And then I also have on here. These are a couple other、uh, Arnold movies: Running Man. Oh, I love that.、Tom. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> well, here's what's fun, really funny about Running Man: Watch it again and think of Hunger Games because it is <laughs> the, the exact same, same movie. It is. Oh, same storyline.、Wow. Same storyline, and、um, it's like a—isn't it a Philip K. Dick novel or a Robert、yeah. Heinlein novel or something? Yeah, Isaac、so. Asimov, one of those guys. <laughs> and Total Recall, which is more nineties. Yeah, Total Recall, yeah, but, which I、right. felt the original still stands. Yeah, you know, it's cheesy and it Sharon Stone's in that. Oh, she's yeah. amazing in、yeah. that movie. You know what? That's so funny that I didn't think of those because that was around the same time as Young Guns.、Mm-hmm. I was probably about twelve, eleven, twelve.、Yeah. That's perfect. Exactly. Um, All right, good. So those are our films that you shouldn't really see when 
you're a young kid, but you did anyway. But you did anyway. <laughs> and they are fantastic exactly. movies. Um, is it me or you? Ladies. Okay. Um, the Never Ending Story. Okay, of good. Of course. So that's a classic. That's a classic. I, I love and it. this one is huge. Again, it's another adventure. You know, figuring out who you are, standing up for Bastion. what you believe in. Sebastian, Atreyu. Atreyu, Artax. Yeah, I, all We of talk these. about that all the time. Yeah, we oh. do. The, the horse. The horse. That, you want to that wreck anyone's me. childhood? It completely scarred me. Oh. I, there was parts of Lord of the Rings that came up. I was like, oh God, oh. don't are they kill the horse. <laughs> yeah. And the nothingness, the, the beast nothingness. was so scary. So that's scary. something, that's an interesting thing. And I look at that movie and I always come back to like, how interesting that is because the nothingness can be so unique, so unique yeah. as mm-hmm. a villain. Totally. Yeah. But it also is that thing of like, it could mean so many things for you right. as a right. kid too. Right. It's like the nothingness of like, I don't know what to do with my life. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, uh, you're grounded. There's nothing to do. Like it could yeah, be anything. Totally. And as an, as an adult now you're, you get it too is like the nothingness of like yeah. you don't believe in imagination anymore everything's serious every, it it has a huge thing and i it it's a little cheesy now but i it still holds up in my heart for so sure. here, here's the thing i mean i'll say nothing but love for never ending story i watched yeah. it so many times as a kid but you are 100% correct about that i i have watched it again and again just because i have such a nostalgic thing on it that's a film they could actually remake successfully mm-hmm. because it you're right it as much as i still love it it doesn't hold up so well it's one of those things though if they go too much into the cgi course, it's going to it's going to ruin it yeah. because I it does the grittiness have, of it is yeah. why yeah, the, well, the characters, yeah. the, the actors playing it yeah. does have that magic. And don't get me wrong, I still love that movie. Yeah. I absolutely love it. But it's one of those, like, I, I made my wife, because my wife's quite young, watch, like, The Goonies, and she loved yeah. it. I made her watch Never Ending Story, and sadly, yeah. she was just like, this is a bit cheesy. She didn't get the slug, and, oh, we didn't say, Falcor, the luck <laughs> exactly. dragon. Right, right, right. Oh, I mean, I adore that movie yeah. with all my heart. Um, I just, I think they could do it, but you're completely right. They can't give the, it to someone like Michael Bay and just... No. No. CGI the hell like out of Spielberg it. Spielberg mixed with somebody. Yeah, yeah or like, like Guillermo del Toro would oh, do an amazing, amazing version. Yeah. Because there's, there, there's yeah. something about the, the never-ending story that land was a dark land. Yeah. And it was gritty and it wasn't like fairies and mm, loveliness. Yeah. No, it was like, no, to get where you're going to need to go and find out what you're going to do, you're going to be literally in the mud mm-hmm. figuring stuff out. Like, this is dangerous and you're nine. Yeah. <laughs> You're my new friend, Amanda. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I love no, I love this. Well, because it's cool. I knew when you said we were around the same age. Oh, we, they're all my These films too. are just getting the spot. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, here's another one. We're all gonna just go bananas over Princess Bride. Oh yeah. That's so, one of my top. Yeah, top, I would top. rewatch over and over me and too. over. And, and, over. Hit, me, too. and me too. I've seen it hundreds of times. I think but, I quote it still. Yeah, oh, of day. course. Inconceivable. <laughs> you know, my hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You, you killed, killed my, my father. father. Prepare, Prepare to, to die. die. I hmm. probably use the, uh, you think it'll work? It'll take a miracle. Bye-bye. <laughs> that That's one brilliant. quite a bit. So good. <laughs> oh, don't rhyme anymore in a minute. Anyone want a peanut? You know, <laughs> He's so one. cute. Oh, uh, the cast. Everything's so incredible. Good. Yeah. Little baby Fred Savage. Um, that's Columbo, one. right? Yeah. He plays the yeah. grandfather. I, um, I what's his name? Peter Falk, I yeah. think, is the actor. Yeah. yeah, he's the grandfather. And again, it's like the fantasy of he, his, you know, 
It's true Grand, love. Well, no, oh, no, yeah. no. Fred yeah. Savage is sick from school. He's at home. His granddad comes and reads him this Which book. Which is very relatable. Yeah, that's, that's got so love relatable. in it. And at first, it, he's like, he doesn't care about the mushy parts. And at the end, he does. And yeah, you got yeah. Princess Buttercup. And then, what's his name? Wesley. Wesley. Yeah. You know? Um, but this is a film, again, I distinctly remember. I was probably 10. Uh, and I remember my dad pulling me aside and saying, I have a movie for you. Oh, you're gonna love this film you know what I'm gonna throw this one in here now because it's another R-rated movie that same night I watched Princess Bride my dad stayed up and he watched Planes, Trains and Automobiles <laughs> and he let me stay up with him even though it was an I, R-rated I movie I watch that every Thanksgiving I love it and it's amazing and it probably has it has one scene that has the f-bomb about a hundred times 16 it, times six, yeah that's why it's r-rated yeah it's, when he loses his shit loses at the car rental yeah, and he's exactly. like fuck 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 it's fuck. amazing oh. steve martin and that is best so here's john candy yeah and hit a john candy so great in that film and what's so funny is the director um all the producers wanted it pg-13 and they said just take that scene out and he was like no i'm not i'm walking away from this movie if you take it out and they left it in there it's and it's such a great scene yeah um, okay, that's fantastic. Let's see. I think it's you next. Oh, um, there's a couple, like, I don't know what to grab. Um, th- okay, there's one. This is a little bit off the beaten path, but um, this is, again, because of my grandparents grabbing things. The Gods Must Be Crazy. I love oh, that movie. Gods that, Must Be Crazy. It's amazing, right? Yeah, that's it's amazing. A, um, it's an African film that yeah. basically... It was yeah. a big sleeper hit in yeah. like the 80s. Yeah. It was a they made huge me watch it hit. several yeah. times. And so yeah, I've seen The God it. Must Be Crazy and The Gods Must Be Crazy 2 <laughs> is literally... I mean, I think it's number two with the Aborigine kid who's trying to get away from the hyenas yep. and he keeps trying to hold yep. up a piece of bark. There's just... So it's just cute. classic comedy. Um, in a weird way. I love this. It's amazing. Everyone's forgotten about those movies because they were these little indie movies that became big hits. Yeah. They, uh, total sleepers. And that, I don't know why (laughs) I always remembered it. Uh, but the gods must be crazy. It's a great crazy too. And I have to piggyback off that. Now that you said that crocodile Dundee, it was a film that I was, again, it was this Aussie film with Paul Hogan. That's not a knife. This is a knife knife. that I became obsessed with as a kid. Cause it was one of my mother's favorite films. That's amazing. Absolutely loved it. Okay. I'll segue to that, to another one on my list, which is at the time again, that my mum got me into top gun. Oh, of course. course. I I literally just watched that two weeks ago balled my eyes out again when goose dies yeah i mean there's no and meg ryan is so amazing and i i quote that movie all the time when someone feel the need the need for speed i actually don't do that one i literally anytime like a student needs help i'm always like talk to me goose what's happening (laughs) (laughs) or a slider (laughs) you stink that's awesome Uh, val kilmer was amazing in that he was Iceman. yeah Okay, so I mean, Top Gun is is actually in my top ten. Yeah, it's it's a film I've seen about three hundred times, and it's interesting. My mum got me into it. That's amazing. That and Crocodile, yes. Crocodile Dundee, and another film ugh, that's not on my list, Ghost. Of course, that is on my know, list, and... which is one of my mother's favorite films. Yeah. All those films I actually learned about from her. That <laughs> movie scared me, but yet it was Patrick Swayze. And which one is Demi on my Moore. list is Dirty Dancing. Of of course it is. Um, and so I was like pining to see this movie. And so I saw it. But I want to back up for a second because we hit Val Kilmer for a second with Top Gun. And I need to just say two movies. Top Secret? No. The first one is Real Genius. Oh, Real Genius. Which is I fantastic. Saw that. Yeah, it's funny. And Willow. Willow. 
Oh, that's on the it's list. It's not on my list, but it should have been. It's on the top of my list. Mad Marlikin is on my list. Because he's so, that movie he's is so, so good. handsome and in so that movie. Handsome. And the movie, again, it's about the go- the people who shouldn't usually win who yeah. do yeah. win. Um, the, little, the little it's, guy it's, who saves Warwick, the day. It's he's Warwick still Davis. around, too. Yeah. He, he was in he's Harry in Potter Star Wars, and he's in yeah. Star Wars. Like he was Wicket in Return of the Jedi. Amazing. Okay, so Warwick is Ron Howard. It's also another George Lucas yep. film. Mm-hmm. It's the first book I remember reading in full. Oh, wow, I remember wow. reading the book, being obsessed with it. And you and I have talked about this, yeah. uh, Yanni, because she loves Willow. Love Again, Willow. it's a film that does not hold it up so well. It doesn't hold up at all, but I still watch it. And I own it and watch it. But back then, I absolutely loved it. Loved it. I was gonna be um, Sorsha. Makes sense. She was my hero. Yeah. And I was gonna become Swordfighter Princess as a career. Well, again, this is a girl, this is another time where we see a, a girl female come hero. in, a female hero that was the bad guy, mm-hmm. but not really. No. She no. was just like her mom was nasty and she was yeah. thought she was on the right side and she then goes on the right side. She was gorgeous as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was many things that happened in that movie that I absolutely adore. And still to this day, I think they're the brownies. I think they were oh, fantastic. So cute. This is a movie that if they redid it, I would be very hesitant to see. I would be see, very hesitant. But if done correctly exactly. by the right person, I it agree. could be great. This feels like a Peter Jackson movie yeah. to me. I put it you in the I mean? never-ending story bracket, though. Yeah. I would like to see that world again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so wonderful as a kid, but it is kind of outdated now. But I would no. love to see this it. This way. Okay, Amazing. one that you mentioned before we do have, we can't just fly by is Dirty Dancing. Oh, right. Course. Thank uh, you. Uh, well, and here's why. I, I mean... I love that movie. I'm yeah. not ashamed to say it's a so. Brilliant I've, film. It's I, I've watched that film so many times. I grew, I've always gravitated towards having as many girlfriends as I have guy friends, yeah. if not more. Yeah. So I saw that film along with Greece probably a hundred oh, times. There's another one. That's yeah. on my yeah. list. Probably a yeah. hundred times. Yeah. Um, well, we can kind of put them together. Um, and again, Dirty Dancing is an R rated movie. You don't totally. think well, about it. Well, they actually have magical. similar storylines yeah. too, yeah. which is bad boy, teenage pregnancy, girl. Yeah. bad girl, good girl, you know. Yeah. But that, Dirty Dancing was the first movie. Uh, that I was actually introduced to like having an abortion mm-hmm. right. came up, which was very. So I didn't understand at all. It me flew either. My, it flew over I was like, my oh, head. she had yeah. a problem. Yeah, uh, I was like, mommy, what's going on? I didn't get that at all the first happening? time I saw it. I was saw like, it. oh, she had a problem and now she's cut. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then the second time, probably in my 20s, I was right. like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's so interesting yeah. when you revisit them, but you know, nobody puts baby in the corner and yeah. Patrick Swayze was fantastic and yeah. um, Jennifer actually, Grey was great yeah, she, she was comes wonderful out of her shell so much like at the beginning she's this shy I carried you know? a watermelon yeah. <laughs> you know it's just and then she becomes like bossing him around oh, it's and so it's good great. and the music is oh, fantastic so the music was the soundtrack yeah. of my life yeah. I mean we would oh, win beneath so you know all this stuff it's you know Patrick Swayze sings yeah, one of those songs it was a huge yeah. hit she's like the wind he sings. yeah she's oh, like beautiful. the wind she's like the wind and that really put him on the map other than the outsiders yeah and Red Dawn and which Red Dawn. is another film that shaped my childhood it's a crazy like action war movie it definitely is a guy movie. I saw yeah. it and then I know I coached someone on the remake, but he, Dirty Dancing is, well, we saw The Outsiders too. That, I mean, that movie is sad and amazing. I love The Outsiders. I still haven't seen it. Oh, I Dirty, love it. It's, I don't know if it holds up, but it's, it's really quite amazing. And I think so it does. many people in it too. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Um, the, the whole Brat Pack. Yeah. Everyone's in it. See Thomas Howell, Ralph Macchio, yeah. uh, Matt Dillon, yeah. uh, <laughs> Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, they're so young yeah. too. 
Um, and it's Tom all Cruise. in this kind of greaser era yeah. that kind of hit at one point with grease and dirty yeah. dancing. And... It's like the mods and rockers yeah. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. We are all over the place, but I love we it. We are. Because, yeah. No, it's good because we're on, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I love that. We love all the same films. Grease a so, hundred times. Well, that's what I was going to say. Let's talk about Grease a bit more because yeah. uh, actually Grease, again, is one of the earliest films I remember just yeah. watching Me almost too. on the loop. Yeah. Just uh, on the, the loop. Again, the soundtrack is <laughs> timeless it's my favorite musical of all time yeah. i'm actually not a huge musical fan but i love that that film john travolta um olivia newton john mm-hmm. and then stockard channing uh, i absolutely loved her she almost stole the show for she, oh yeah. i think and she did she yeah. i mean again you're coming up and that these like getting into high school yeah. coming of age kind of things and especially when you're not even that old yet looking at these guys because you're like oh you're amazing i want to be you you know uh looking at your poster with (laughs) i don't know who that is but bob dylan bob dylan there you go uh stalker channing to me was she's the bad girl who just is the words of wisdom you know almost gets pregnant but isn't she's rizzo 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 yeah yeah i I like i i loved her guy um oh yeah I can't remember um, his name. Kaniki. Kaniki. Yes. He died he, in real life. He, that, uh, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I loved him <laughs> yeah. even more than John Travolta when I was little. That yeah. was a funny thing. I was like, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. He, I mean, cool. he had a heart, you know. Yeah. He was he was, he was, was trying with her. He was her, really trying. You know? yeah. He was also a little awkward, and I kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I great. love everything about Greece. All right, another one that, again, has such a specific time capsule of a memory is back to the future oh good i was, um, good. I, How was that not been mentioned i yet? know <laughs> so it was 1984 so i guess i was six yeah. when i saw it yeah um and i remember seeing it in the theater it was a magical movie. I magical. absolutely love it. Yeah. And then again, I'm going to throw my my pup, my lovely pup under the bus again. <laughs> I have a distinct memory of having like measles or something mm-hmm. at Imberhorn School. Oh, yeah? No, no, West Hoadley. Because oh, wow. I was like seven. And my dad had to come and get me. And I guess he had important meetings or something. Um, you know, someone might think this is bad parenting, but I loved him for it. <laughs> he picked me up. He took me to like Top Title. This is even before Blockbuster. Oh, wow. Top, you know, I where, remember Top where you, Title. Yeah, where you <laughs> yeah. rent um, a little, this is a little, you know, town in, yeah. in Sussex, England, where you yeah. rent VHSs. You bought me a bunch of sweets, food, bought me a bunch of uh, VHS movies, brought me home, put me in bed, and then he left. And I remember watching Back to the Future That's again amazing. for the second time when it had first come out on VHS. I mean, I've seen Back to the Future so, so many times. I remember watching the second and third one in the theater. Me too. On the a first, loop. though, is it's classic. The first something one about that is, movie. Yeah. Well, the first film is a perfect movie. Perfect. Yeah, it is movie. a perfect really movie. Um, and again, it's what you went back to, Amanda. This this sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. So many of these yeah. films made you kind of, you know, they need to make more films like this where you just feel like everything's okay, anything's possible, and yeah. you know, unfortunately, with video games and your phones kids don't go outside anymore but my so, friends and i used to go exploring i know in the go you know in, in the trouble i know yeah and ah oh, people should do you that. would you would be gone and until it was dark and then you're yeah, back like totally. that you know and and have tree houses and we did some crazy and, shit too that i wouldn't I recommend but still it's like <laughs> but there's something about that like i totally. think that you oh, know absolutely. you kind of do as a kid you can't keep a kid on a leash yeah you, totally. you gotta let him go out in the world and make a little bit of a mistake and yeah. come back 
and be like, yeah, I skinned my knee. Yeah. I broke yeah. my arm. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Like, we're going to figure build this a out. Fortress. Who yeah. does that I anymore? jumped off my uh, my garden house pretending to fly. Yeah. I realized you couldn't fly. No. You Very know well. what we used to do? This is, and this is true. We used to literally line up kids younger than us, make them lie on the ground, and then we would get, like, you know, basically uh, matches or little explosives, oh, and we would make, like, ramps, and then we would have our BMX bikes, and we would try and jump over them. Oh, my God. That's uh, you know, And, yeah, we used yeah. to, like, ride our little mopeds. I remember me and my friends getting on a little, like, 50C moped, and then going as fast as we could into a lake with a rope, and all trying to jump off on you know, yeah. you know, crazy stuff because you're a kid. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's we what these, these that films, stuff. that's what they do. They do. Yeah. They shape exactly. your childhood. Proper right. adventures. Exactly. What else we got? Um, Ghostbusters. Of course. On my list. The original. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I, I, I love the films that you're talking about because yeah. I don't know about you. I, I have a vivid image yeah. of them. I saw it in the theater. I came home, my mother was really ill in bed, and I was scared shitless. I wasn't and allowed. I, and oh, wow. I rolled up wow. in bed with my mum, and I was really scared after that movie, because I was so young. There was a couple points of the movie that I was scared, and then, but the, what really just hit me was, I don't know, there's something about it. Again, you've got Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, strong, Bill Murray but you've got a strong <laughs> w- woman there, which yeah. I always liked. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it was a good versus evil and we're yeah. not giving up yeah. absolutely. to get it. And they the were good guys. the good guys and they're not perfect. See, we also at this time, and I'm going to bring it up, is Superman. Right. We have Superman movies coming out it's and Christopher list. Reeve doing an amazing, you know, version. But these guys are superheroes who are like Dorks. the beef guys <laughs> in yeah, the back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and so you, and you got, um. Rick Moranis, who actually, mm-hmm. I oh, do have, hilarious honey, I, shrink the kids. I do honey, have I Honey, the kids. I Shrunk the Kids on my, because awesome. that's the first one that I remember seeing in the theater. It was like an honorable the mention for me. Yeah, I yeah, saw it in the theater That's too. the one that I first remember seeing in the theater, the movie, and so it's on my list just because of that reason. But Ghostbusters but, is a classic. But it's classic, yeah. and he's yeah. so dorky and amazing, yeah. and yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to bring it up just because it, it also, and, and I will say that they, the new one that just came out with Melissa McCarthy, I thought it was actually very it's cute. Not it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but the cast is phenomenal. Yeah, I actually didn't like what they did with the script and with the 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 weird cameos. Yeah, from the original cast, I actually the best thing about it was the cast. Yeah, I had no amazing. problem with the cast. The actresses were perfect. Yeah, for yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, there was some good stuff about it, but it, the there's something that I I, I lack, and I'm so. And I'm going to bring up Star Wars for a second when J.J. Abrams directed it is that he wanted to bring back like the animatronics and the the grittiness, the practical practical effects, because that you relate to it more. It's not perfect. And and the the imperfects is what makes it actually work. Yeah, that they, you know, that they're ruining. What is it now going back to Ghostbusters where they're in the. Uh, courtroom and they're ruining this courtroom you know or they're in the the uh banquet hall it's just like yeah they ruin everything destroy everything but they're slimer the green little uh, ghost and they're doing their best and they get it but it's like they got it but that and that's the thing too is like we do hit that a little bit in the marvel movies too of like how much destruction they're doing and they bring right. it up in other films. It's crazy. Like, yeah. You know, so that, uh, again, it's just, I, I think that the practicality of it, I was so glad again, bringing up Star Wars is that they brought that back. Yeah. 
with because the new it, ones. With the new ones because it Perfectly. really made the humanity come back to me. Where Phantom Menace and those ones were good, he went but crazy he went crazy on CGI. It was like, ooh, look what I can do. And he and, just went And the actors crazy. weren't allowed to have this full script. So they yeah. didn't yeah. know what was going on. They were given just what was given. They didn't know what was around them. Right. So it really, the reality becomes very disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I felt it. So I'm glad they went back to it. But Absolutely. Ghostbusters, I think, is that combination of cheesy CGI from the 1980s. Well, and um, the characters and the and characters, story. And, yeah. and wrapping up on Ghostbusters as well, it was a phenomenon. Yeah. Not just the movie. There was a cartoon. The song. That's right. Yeah. Slimer had his own cartoon. Yeah, there was. I had the I had the the car. I had Slimer, the toys, everything. And who are you going to call? That song was a huge hit for months, you know? Exactly. So it becomes like... It, again, just part of your childhood. Yeah. So, I mean, Ghostbusters is, is a great pick. Um, as we brought up practical effects, can I throw one in? No. Please. This is our show. Yeah, of course Please you can. Do it. <laughs> um, do it. One, it's the trilogy that pretty much was the biggest films me growing up was Indiana Jones. Oh, thank oh, well, you. So it's on my list. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up because two days ago I rewatched The Last Crusade and I hadn't seen it in about 10 it's a years. Great film. Wow, that's yeah. a great The Last one. Crusade held up so well for mm-hmm. me. And as I was watching it, I was having this re-realization of... Yeah, it's fantastic. ...of a good script, great actors and practical effects none of it bothered me. Anything that was even remotely unrealistic, it didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. I loved it so much and I was like, and I just, I rewatched all of them. Wow. I, I just, in two days, I, I just rewatched all of them. I will say for the longest time, Last Crusade was my favorite of all three. I loved I it. I think it's because of the amount of history that they really yeah. put in there too. Yeah. I mean, the and first Sean two. Connery and Sean Connery. And the, their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, amazing. It was so great. You know what's interesting for me? Um, I actually didn't feel the same way at the time for whatever reason because there was also a big gap when last crusade came out and mm. i remember seeing it mm-hmm. in the theater i didn't love it as much I now no no, so no no much. don't get me wrong now it's one of my favorite yeah i absolutely love last crusade yeah um i was a bit reversed temple of doom right, was that. my oh, wow i love temple and that of doom. scared me to death me too but, but here's so why scared. it was <laughs> so well, it was so fantastical it was you know yeah. jumping out of a rubber dinging out of a plane yeah. sliding down the snow and then the coaster ride thing yeah. and yeah the guy tearing up people's hearts the and snake, again the, the snake, eating the, snakes, the eating the, the brain monkey eating brain, the monkey brain, brain. Yeah. i thought it was real wow. it yeah. was just magical or the and, bugs when they go yeah. into the bug the, the thing uh, with the bug no and and you know short round you know uh, so hold on to your butt, Doctor Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's just Indy, so good. I love you. Oh, yeah, it was so good. And was, um, so the, I mean, the whole trilogy is amazing. So and good. I, I again, I saw the first one, which was um, actually it was called Raiders of the yeah. Last uh, Lost, Lost Ark. Ark. Right, I, but it's I think not my it, favorite. Well, no, I love it, but I yeah. think it went over my head. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. Temple of Doom kind of hit me at the right age where I really could absorb mm, it. Yeah. And then I think because there was a big gap for um, Last Crusade, I didn't get it again. And then, of course, I, I mean, I own them all on Blu-ray. I've yeah. gone back, watched them right. all. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so, no, of course, I had that whole trilogy. Again, it, it's all adventure, you know, yeah. expanding your mind and just the world is so glorious and it's all just like going to adventure. So, yeah. I mean, Indiana Jones is a great um, pick. He made, literally rewatched that and James Bond made me wow. rewatch him with him over and over and over again that I, I, when it started up, I remembered it by heart, like it coming back to me. Wow. And 
I just found him. He's one of my favorite heroes, obviously. Yeah. And it's Harrison he was so Ford iconic. And, and it's Spielberg Jones. and George Lucas together. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. what a combo. I know. I mean, and oh my what's gosh. What's interesting is Tom Selleck was supposed to play That's that. That's right. No, what? they wanted Tom Selleck. That's right. They it was for written for Tom yeah. Selleck. And wow. he, he couldn't, he couldn't do it change his schedule because of Magnum, Magnum P.I. P.I. Wow. And they remembered that uh, Harrison Ford was a carpenter. That's right. And he was working, I think he may have even been working on it or something right. around. And they said, I remember this kid that they did American Graffiti. That's and right. he was in it. In Let's that. test him. And so they got like it, George and Lucas then Star film. Wars came afterwards, which is an interesting... I mean, the trivia around Star Wars is always amazing, too, because everyone thought it was going to be a children's totally. movie, and that... That's and right. a flop. And a flop, yeah. and yeah. they he thought, well, this he is made ridiculous. It for kids, but it became a phenomenon. Exactly. Anyways, those are uh, the probably some of the biggest ones. Yeah. Sure. No, and that's a great pick. It's on my list. Yeah. And yeah, all lists are pretty big. And one I will mention since you brought it up was Superman. Uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Christopher Reeve is my Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I genuinely, yeah, basically. again, he shaped my childhood, but I don't think anyone else has, has done a better, you know, impersonation of Clark Kent or Superman. Um, and again, as a kid, um, Superman 2 and Superman 3, mm-hmm. like Neil to Zod and then Richard Pryor, the slapstick comedy one in Superman 3. Yeah. And then even Quest for Peace, the fourth one, which is terrible i remember them all as a kid <laughs> wow now the first one and second one are the ones that are more kind of timeless yeah. that i've kind of gone back to well interesting is that uh, and a segue now into something different than superman is the one that actually hit me more was starman with jeff bridges oh wow I've and seen that's on that my film. list this one is a Deborah very Winger interesting well, right? one where he uh, alien comes down takes human form as jeff bridges he's so good Yep. This is one of his first films. He got an Oscar nomination yeah. for this movie. Yeah, and the girl from Indiana Jones, The Lost Ark, is Oh, it's it. Karen mm. Allen. Yeah. It's not Deborah Winger. That's Sorry. right. And this is now about her kind of taking him on a journey to... He's there to get information about Earth, but they fall in love, wow. and it's an interesting... He takes over the body of her dead husband. Thank you. There you go. Ah. But what reminds me of Superman... He's an alien, and they fall in love. Yeah. What reminds me of Superman is, and you're going to have to remember, remind me of which one, where he loses his powers That's in Superman. Superman 3. The element of that is very similar or to two. Starman. Yeah. And I don't know why, but Starman really hit me hard because of the message of it. You know, of it's, just being yeah. yourself. It's so you interesting know? you said that because when I think about it, I did watch that as a kid. It totally went over my head. Yeah. I've seen that since, and it's a good movie. Yeah. I've actually watched it hmm. a few times. I recommend it. So it's one of those kind of lost gems. Yeah. You know, cool. it, yeah, it, what's funny is it actually was quite successful. It got several nominations at the Academy yeah. and stuff. But, you know, I guess it wasn't a huge hit. But um, I've come to appreciate it more as an adult. Absolutely. But I saw it actually as a kid. So, yeah, that that's on my list is Starman. I'm, I'm, I'm getting down. We've talked about a lot of these movies. There's some little here's and there's like. I like Lucas. I don't oh, know I if you saw movie. Lucas with Corey Haim yeah. and Winona Ryder. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. And it's Winona Ryder's first movie. That's right. And it's about the kid who is small, who wants to be on the yeah. football team, who can't make it, who, mm-hmm. you know, is... So these little... There's little movies like that. Yeah. Like, there was a smaller movie called... Um, uh, the boy who could fly. I love that Oh, I remember that, that film. When I, that, was young. I think I that's loved a special, it. It was so like magical. a Saturday special. It was, it was like a TV, TV movie. Special. That yeah. movie hit me really, oh, really hard. It. There yeah. was something about that movie that really got totally. me. Um, 
I have to bring up the Sandlot. I know it's off of topic. Course. I love it now. I didn't see it as a kid, oh, but I, I love did? it now. I, totally I was so in love with too. the um, uh, Spanish guy. Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah, and it. And seeing how all of these people came up and did more things. but Patrick Renna. Yeah. Patrick Renna. Patrick Renna. So You're great. killing me, Smalls. Exactly. So this movie probably came when I was a little, like, it hit when my my younger siblings were around nine or 10 and mm-hmm. I was more like 15. Yeah, I was about nine, eight, nine. Yeah. And, but that hit me too, because again, it, it reminded me of stand by me. It totally. was a little bit, but again, it's about, it's the adv- summer adventure. <laughs> they all throw up. On they that, all on throw up. Oh, it's so good. Danny it's had so me good. watch that movie last year. Really? I actually really enjoyed it's it. It's amazing. But that's why it's not on my list because it's an American film. It yeah. didn't really become oh, a classic in, in England. Yeah. And here it's a classic. It's you know, a total classic. You know, those t-shirts with You're Killing Me Smalls are everywhere. Yeah. You know. Because I spent time in the States when I was 11. I got to watch a lot uh, of the American films. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, we're winding down. Is that yeah. pretty much your list? Do you have a um, few more I you want to mention? I have a couple that I think are now a little bit higher, but... There's three, oh man, there's three films that I wanted to bring up. The first one was Scream. And the why I want to bring up Scream. Yeah, I was about 18, 19. So we're hitting the 90s a little bit on this one. And I know I'm going out a little bit, but it's why I say it is because it's the first scary film I saw in the movie theater. It's the first horror movie I really enjoyed. And that too. Because I remember Nightmare on Elm Street scaring the crap out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. But Scream, I loved. But But yeah, I I was a teenager. I wouldn't see, I, 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 it wasn't the first one I had ever seen, but it was the first one that I saw in the theater. And actually, and they did it on purpose, the fact that Drew Barrymore dies in the first 10 minutes of the movie, I was literally like, oh my God, I And she's no on idea. the poster. Yeah. She's the front cover. Well, that was her intention <laughs> yeah. and it was brilliant. It was a big comeback for yeah. her, actually. I, I'm, I, he knows. I'm, it's my favorite oh, horror movie. Oh, we love movie. it. We oh love that movie. I, mean, I watch it well, every Well, it deconstructed year. a horror yeah. film and it Ski just- Ski Ulrich yeah, as well. It, it, it yeah. created the genre of slashers. It That's really right. Did. When it, it really did. It recreated it. Halloween, Friday the 13th, but it revamped everything for a modern era. The other two are actually more modern and it, again we're hitting ones that kind of inspired me or, or shaped me and the one of them is what dreams may come with robin oh, williams i like that film it's, it's a, a hard one movie. i can't take that film i know visually it was so it's hard. stunning well now it's i just can't watch it yeah, because of the content yeah. but i will say that the it hit me because of the story that it was telling totally. and that Beautiful. you could still reach people totally and i i that hit me and visually stunning it is it's gorgeous Um, so that hit me and helped me obviously as an artist um this sounds so funny okay so one of the things that i wanted to be when i was younger wasn't necessarily an artist i knew it was there but i actually wanted to be in the secret service and (laughs) i wanted yeah i wanted and i wanted to be in the cia yeah Yeah. and i because i I didn't have aspirations well i I have a huge (laughs) i have a huge earning yearning in it and i realized how much it is connected to art is that I have always felt that like my job is to help people and be a guardian angel to people. And I real realize that I do it by inspiring people and that's what I do. Um, so, uh, the bodyguard is the movie that that really, now we're talking, I'm a lot, a little older. So we're hitting the last part of childhood, but I was a bit older. I was 15, 16, Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner, the song, obviously. Yeah. And so this actually was like, this is what I should be doing. And then what I found out that (laughs) what you do in the CIA and what that involves. And I was like, that's, but I realized it actually helped me realize that I didn't want to go into the CIA. 
CIA and Secret Service, I wanted to play them. Right. And that helped me kind of go, oh, I see what's happening here. That's okay. so cool. Yeah. I so that's that. interesting. I realized as an actor, I didn't have to pick up profession in a way. Yeah. I could be all of them. And that was very by appealing to me by playing them because exactly. I have to understand them too. So, okay. Oh, so that's, that's my list. Basically, I think I got all of them. That's fantastic. And if you think of any others, bring I them up. I definitely have a few. I'm going to okay, go through, uh, let me go f uh, through kind of the remaining ones okay. of mine and good, I'll let good. you go through it. We've got probably about 10 minutes left. Okay, good. Um, and then we'll, yeah, we'll, I only we'll have end about it off. five. That I would really right. like. Yeah, because there's a few I'd love to mention. I, I love your list. And I think, <laughs> you're gonna, I think you're going to appreciate some of the other ones yeah. I have. Um, so, two I wanted to mention, which I've brought up before, um, that are very near and dear to me, is my dad had all the VHSs for Gene Kelly uh, and all mm -hmm. the VHSs for Marilyn Monroe. Wow. So, that was a bit of a kind of non traditional mm -hmm. uh, inspiration as a kid because I watched all of those movies on wow. repeat. Um, Seven Year Rich for Marilyn Monroe was actually my favorite one, wow. which actually, funnily enough, is one of her more kind of mature ones and yeah. Niagara. Uh, of course, you've got Gentleman Preferred, Blonde, some like a heart, and then singing in the rain. Oh, I I love that movie. It's so yeah. magical. I knew, I knew the film by heart, the songs, everything. Yeah. Um. So those were very kind of very personal to me because I watched them so many times. Uh, Steve Martin is like one of my dad's heroes as a comedian. Um, the man with two brains. Uh, all three of, amigos. All of me. Oh, three so amigos. Gross. But the jerk I watched sure. on a loop. Yeah. Wow. I watched on a loop. You know, <laughs> I absolutely loved that film. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. That's oh, a, that's a, a great dude one. movie, but it's great. You know, it's all in the reflexes. Jack <laughs> Berlin. I loved that movie. I saw it in the theater. Um, Arthur Dudley Moore. Have, have you seen that? I actually have not I seen that. You, okay, Amanda, please check it out. <laughs> Arthur, it's a British film. Yeah. Sir John Gilgood mm -hmm. got an Oscar nomination for it. it Liza Minnelli. Um, I love that movie. I it, I have distinct memories of watching that and a Richard Pryor movie called The Toy, which isn't as good, Yeah. Um, on a loop when I was like six or seven. It was fantastic. Um, and then we have a few others that I'm a bit ashamed that are so low on the list here labyrinth i was like where is labyrinth yeah. i'm well, like trying to speak well this up. is a big thing for me too so i'm i'm, I'm sad that i didn't get it on well amanda list. just so you know we are obsessed with labyrinth. We are obsessed. I love labyrinth. We spent about twenty minutes in the last podcast, yeah. geeking out oh over my gosh. labyrinth. Yeah. But here's and his what. Bulge. But here's what <laughs> I will. David Bowie's codpiece. Here's what I will do. I'm going to allow you to say something nice about it because you're our guest. Oh gee, okay. I love labyrinth. I watch it three or four times a year. <laughs> Um, the fact that it was, I felt like I was watching an adult Muppets. That was a really big thing for me. Like I wasn't now just a kid. I was actually like an adult watching it. Um, Jennifer Connelly to me was the pinnacle of like the, I'm a teenager. I'm awesome. I'm going to make it happen and save my brother because we've all felt like strangling your younger brother or sister of at course. one point and then felt like, oh no, and regretted it, Of course, you know, um, the little like, worm. Oh, yeah. You yeah. want to come in and meet the missus. You want to come in and have a cup of tea. I had a shirt that said that Hello. and amazing. had him on it at one point. Um, so Didymus. Amazing. Um, Ludo. Ludo, oh, man. All the little characters are just yeah. so amazing. Um, Hoggle. Hoggle. David Bowie was just Jareth, the so, Goblin King. so cool. Oh, good. 
and so I had this good. weird crush on him. Uh, kind of everyone amazing. does. Are you kidding me? And his <laughs> voice was so melodic, you yeah. know. Uh, Turn back, you know, yeah. all the things that he said and and the whole Love magicness. Love me, Sarah, and I will be your slave. <laughs> but, so, it, I mean, that brilliant. was interesting, too, to think about it now that he's talking to, like, a 16-year-old yeah. and he's True. in his 40s. Um, but, but he's David Bowie. So. He's yeah. David Bowie, and there was something. He, he just had a thing of, like, this is how my life is and yeah. you're amazing. And I don't, I don't know. There's many things about it that probably are inappropriate. Totally. But <laughs> it had very weird undertones. Very weird undertones. Yeah. I mean, again, the fact is that he's over 40 and yeah. he's saying, marry me. And she's maybe 16. Yeah, yeah. Be my queen. Be my queen. Yes. Um, and very psychedelic. Yeah. Oh, it's that trippy. Whole, that whole um, um, ballroom scene in the At air the when she's yeah. dreaming. Yeah. I was well, she's being was, drugged, yeah, basically. It's yeah. so and strange. is that when she wakes up and she's in, in the, the junkyard? junkyard in, her yeah. room. in her room. And oh. you're just like, what? That whole thing is so lady. weird. Oh. <laughs> it reminds me of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Which is on my list. Psychedelic. <laughs> you know uh ride you know whatever wherever they're mm -hmm. going you know which is a whole other film that i could go on about um but i will say i just want to throw out a movie i don't know if it's on your list but i i, I as we're talking i was like oh my gosh why is it not on my list is big Thank oh it's on you. my list Someone there it is. it's like, on my list Tom Hanks. so real quick just yeah. to wrap up on labyrinth because i do want to say one thing about uh, that movie What's incredible about Labyrinth to me, and we do have to wind down, ladies. This mm -hmm. is so much fun. Um, we could be here all evening. I know. Labyrinth strangely holds up. It's one of those films yeah, that... Yeah, it totally it's does. So, it does. It, you're so right. It's so weird and trippy. Yeah. It that film's perfect to me. I don't know why I love it so much. You know, like Never Ending Story, yeah. which I love, but yeah. has those parts where it really doesn't hold up. Well, Labyrinth does. I, also I wouldn't think we change know a thing. It's puppets, and we're yeah. okay with it. And never like, remake totally. that and movie. Yeah. No. Oh, please no, don't. No. Yeah. No. No. Please no. Don't. So, okay. Good. So big. Yeah. yeah Splash big. is another one so, I remember as a kid. Big. I love that. Big. 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 Actually, I love Splash more as a kid. Oh. But big, I go back to more. Yeah. Because you always so want to be big. You want to be big. Yeah. And I then you, it. and then he, and then he realizes he doesn't. He wants to mm -hmm. be back where he and was. And it's quite sad. And it is yeah. quite sad. And, and it, again, that film's quite mature. He mm -hmm. has yeah. sex with that girl, and you know, and as a it's kid, I just I had no idea what movie. was going on. No, no, not yeah. at all. He got an Oscar nomination. Tom it's, Hanks. Well, did. he should have. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. It's fantastic. All right, I'll let me wrap up the last few here. Um, I'm gonna. Try and do this as quick as I can so you can mention some, okay? Yeah, they'll be quick, don't worry. Um, okay, uh, we won't go into a deep dive. I just had to let you do it on Labyrinth. Uh, Mary Poppins. Of course. I, I absolutely love that film. The Wizard of Oz. Of course. Of course. It's a classic. Um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That yes. scared the bejesus the out of me. The Child Snatcher. So oh, Amanda, I love you. Yeah, that, that <laughs> Child Snatcher right. with the long pointy oh, noise so and the awful. hat. I have nightmares to this day about him. I'm not kidding. Let it go, man. Let it go. Let it go. No, really. It's so no, that, spooky. The man was I, quite good. I tried to rewatch it a year or so ago. Oh, I wow. turned it off when he came on because it was so spooky. Um, I had to mention The Snowman, that okay. little yeah, yeah, yeah. UK mm. Christmas uh, movie it's an animated film about 20 yeah, you, minutes you long you have heart for that film well i watch it every christmas yeah, because i remember it when it came out when i was a little kid um the jungle book the animated disney oh, one yeah, obviously you could say all, all the, the disney, disney, all the disney films, films, obviously. but actually the jungle book as a kid yeah. i i absolutely yeah. loved it it was my favorite um this is cheesy 
the Police Academy movies. No, no yeah. they were great. They I were was fantastic. obsessed with them. And Citizens on Parole, the fourth <laughs> one, is the one I remember the oh most. Oh, my God. But you they had the great. guy who could do all the voices yeah. and all the they sounds. You had they the, were great. The blonde bombshell. You had the, the, the big black dude. Yeah. Oh, I loved all those films. They were amazing. Short Circuit. Oh, yeah. Number I love that Number five film. is alive. He, that was a great movie, Steve... Gutenberg. Gutenberg Police Academy there you go which they leads go together. me to Cocoon I don't oh know oh my god Cocoon that. yes that's a fantastic which actually too. strangely upset me a little bit me too. I don't know why me that's too. Bastion yeah. Barrett Oliver from Neverending Story he's yeah. in Cocoon you're right yeah. Yeah. you're right he's the kid who goes off with them yeah. at yeah. the end all the old people um, yeah yeah so I mean that's fantastic who framed Roger Rabbit? I saw it in the Thank theater. Thank you. I was like, why was is that, that on not? It? That's yeah. amazing. Okay, Michael He's Jackson's cover all of my Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Do you yeah. remember that film? Of course. Yeah. He with made the kids. a film with, with Smooth the... Criminal. Oh, and that's kids. right. And the spiders. I saw it in the theater. The bad guy. It's. Um... I don't remember that film's forgotten. I can't even well, find it. I tried to. find it. I can't it. find it either. But or I had I've it on tried VHS. It. The one that also, if we're gonna hit that, is the. Um, the movie that they would show at Disneyland, the 3D movie of Michael Jackson's. Oh, I saw it when I went to Disneyland. It's not there anymore. I know. I know and I can't remember what about. it's called, but that's Angelica another one. Angelica Houston's yeah, in that. Yeah, it's 3D and it's yeah. so scary and it, it's but almost Star Wars-y. I remember watching Moonwalker in a uh, drive through in Africa when I lived in Africa in wow. 1988. Um, I'm almost done. Obviously, as you said, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Amazing. Annie. I loved oh, of course, Annie. Annie. I loved it. Tomorrow. I watched it tomorrow, so many times. I love you. Tomorrow. I, I brought this up is this a film. thing I can't sing, Oh, no, I it's it fine. Anyway. I brought <laughs> up this film a, a while back because, um, okay, the, actually, this hits into the current movie news. So I watched The Greatest Showman recently. She loves it. Jenny has been rave about it. It's fantastic. So in the theater again on Sunday. I still haven't seen it. I've been telling my friends, if you want to go see it, I'll go see it. They talk about going to the movies Mm -hmm. and how this this movie, The Greatest Showman, was made to be seen in the movie theater. Yeah. And I remember that one of the things for me as a kid was that the movie theater, it was an experience to go. And it still is to this day. And Annie really made it that way too. You're right. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Well, not just that though but the whole they, they do a whole thing about the theater the theater and, yeah. going, going to the, to the theater, theater. And, yeah. how, and I realized I was like you're right that's how it was yeah. you put yeah. your popcorn it's special it's special you know it you're was. with everyone else on this big experience and yeah and so I I wanted to bring up The Greatest Showman when you were doing current movies, and I didn't, and so I'm glad I can just... I did a whole s- thing to on it, too, because oh, I'm, I'm literally in love with it. I well, was just listening to the yeah. soundtrack. I only have two more. Okay. Um, okay, the Rocky movies. Great. Because as a kid, I watched them all, and Absolutely. funnily enough, I remember watching Rocky four in the theater when rocky single-handedly ends the cold war wow <laughs> you know um and that was ivan drago i, I remember that break though. you it and i saw it in the theater and i was yeah. like i don't know mr ten. t and number two yeah and then another one and another one i remember watching in the theater that i i found and bought and i've watched several times which this is an underrated disney gem is the flight of the navigator mm-hmm. i love yeah. that movie i'm glad Good you brought movie. that up because yeah. i when we were talking about cocoon i was thinking about yeah. the flight of the navigator i love the flight of the navigator it's such a wonderful film sarah jessica parker again yeah and the voice of the uh the machine yeah. is Wee herman i didn't know that that makes sense to me which is another one my we wife could talk loves Wee herman i'm not a big fan she was like that sounds like Pee Wee Herman. And sure enough, she yeah. checked out the cast and it was. Absolutely. So that's my list. I mean, look, this Amazing. made me this made me giddy. I feel 
feel like a little kid. But <laughs> Miss Money, any? What else do you have? Um, I told you my sister was a dancer. She yeah. made me rewatch Flash Dance a million oh, times. Oh God, that I, is a good film. I, I know it's film risque, so much, but it's so it was, risque. I watched it Foot so moves. much. Hey, that was my next one. Uh, <laughs> Footloose. All, all of these are so loose. <laughs> these subjects too uh, are so. Yeah, you know the, the small know. town. It's oppression, and they can't so dance. It's I a like great movie. I like Flash Dance, but Footloose is. That classic was, yeah. i mean that you yeah. can go back to but i will say that flash dance holds up it does very well it does. but she's also a stripper i, know. Yeah. I love it's it raunchy. but a dancer like it's not like it's no, not she's like a dancer. creepy no. creepy stripping she's actually talented and dances yeah. and is really good the blonde girl is penny from dirty dancing and that always got me yeah that's I was right. kind Crazy. of like yes. So yeah, Flesh Dance. I mean, they they shaped my childhood because I would rewatch them over and over Absolutely. again. And see, they, I I caught Footloose a bit later actually, oh, but I was, was right. I with saw you. it when I was oh, young, but I okay. I have to I have to give this anecdote because of Footloose. Yeah, I made all the boys and girls in my class, and I held a dance in my garage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> playing the songs from Footloose and made all the boys dance with us. When Put I was like 10. That's amazing. It was, it was incredible. Okay. Please. It's so good. Louis. And then Adventures in Babysitting. I oh. loved oh. that movie. Okay. Thank Yanny, you. You mentioned that film. This is a great and, film. And I realized I don't think I have ever seen it with Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. I just watched it last month. Did it was like really it? good. Oh, good. I loved it. This is a weird it holds up. actual yeah. superhero movie, but not. It is. Vincent Zanoffrio yeah. yeah. as yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I it loved was, it. Uh, th- I watched that a lot. I, yeah. I watched that. that. I thought film. she was so cool. Yeah. I thought was, Elizabeth Shue was so cool. It was epic. Yeah. yeah I, was so I really enjoyed it and it actually holds up. It's a film that's over 30 years old. Yeah. Oh my God. The Karate Kid. I'm like, oh. why has oh. no one said this? I know. Yeah. I just saw it's it last week. It's like one of my favorite films. Funny enough, back Back to the Future, number two, Elizabeth Wax Shue. Off. Wax off. Yeah, they yeah. recast the girl and That's she's right. in the That was a little sad, but... Yeah. Oh, Karate Kid Karate is Kid. so good. So, so I, again, amazing. I saw it well, in the theater. First, second, and third yeah. held yeah. up to me. Well, the third one's pretty bad. I saw the first and second one in the theater, and I actually still loved those two. But the first one is... Iconic. Second one, he goes to Okinawa. Like, yeah, Third exactly. one is... All about the bonsai tree. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Store First and, and second yeah. really held up yeah. to me. The third one has a good batshit crazy bad guy. Yeah, But the does. first and second one, the second one's a lot more like violent and yeah. stuff. I um, need to rewatch those the real fir- bad. I just the saw first the first two one again. Really great. Yeah, like two days ago. <laughs> I love you that. You need the- to invite me over when you're watching like good old movies. Yeah, but you realize we do that every day. We I watch know. movies every <laughs> single day, Amanda. I, you know, I think it's a good thing. I have friends every who do day. that every day. Tom Cruise says he watches a movie every day. Yeah, I have a friend who watches at least some of a movie every day. Yeah. I, I do watch a lot of Netflix and things like me that, too. but I've been meaning to get back and I, I did a couple of this where like He's gotten me into summer, rewatching films yeah. now. I rewatch movies over and over. Okay, ladies, this is so much fun. We Should have to wrap off? it up. Miss Money. Dark Crystal, really quick. I yeah, couldn't. It's it a spooky film. Oh, it's spooky. I really loved it. Yeah. Okay, it was right fine, up there with Secret straight, of Nymph. Oh, I'll go straight to Secret Spaceballs. Secret of Nymph. Oh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Amazing. Okay, that shit I see your Schwartz is bigger than mine. Some of it <laughs> so was a little good. over my head. It was, I was so a, good. I was very innocent. And so some of it I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And then later I was like, oh my God. See, everyone <laughs> talks about Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. I grew up watching Spaceballs. Me too. Balls. Right. Me too. You yeah, know? I did. And I thought it was amazing. I loved it more than I am, I am your father's sister's brother's <laughs> twice removed roommate. What's that make us? 
absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> amazing. Uh, so that's good. Rick Moranis Daphne, again. Rick Moranis, Daphne Zuniga, the uh, main guy, the hero, Bill Pullman. It's Bill Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, that's Dark right. Helmet. So good. And John Candy. That. Oh, John Candy. So good. Just yeah. good stuff. Oh, Pizza the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> You're delicious. And that's all Mel Brooks, right? Yeah, Mel Brooks. He's that's amazing. fantastic. Anyway, I had to mention those. No, those oh, are great. Oh, that's great. Oh, really quick shout out to just all the old Bond movies too, because Absolutely. I grew I was going to say that too. Roger Moore was actually my Sean Bond Connery was my growing up. Bond. I yeah. love Connery, but I grew up watching Roger Moore. And I love them both. You know amazing. what? There are there are thousands of them. Yeah. We've covered so many we here. Yeah. The, the truth is, Amanda, this is making me feel like such a child. <laughs> You've Good. brought me back to my childhood. I've had so great. much fun with this. Awesome. And we could talk all evening, but unfortunately, alas, it must we end. We cannot. We cannot. Um, anyway, I, I, look, I loved having you on the show. Absolutely. Uh, I had where, a blast. Where can people find you again? Uh, they can go to theamandareed.com and see stuff on IMDb. And I uh, will be hitting... Days of our lives in June. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we're going to check out. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank Good you. night. Good night. See you later. Thank you again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guide, the podcast. Friendly reminders, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. You can email us TonyTheMovieGuyPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Patreon. Links for everything will be in the show notes. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.